sifter.com.au. Hi, I'm Fiona Bartholomew. And I'm Kyle Paletto. Welcome to Walkthrough Sifter's weekly recap on the biggest news in video games. This week, Microsoft makes a big surprise change to its Activision Blizzard deal, Overwatch 2 developers respond to Steam review bombing, and beloved Mario voice actor Charles Martinet retires from the role after 30 years. Here's the news for Sunday, 27th of August. Let's go! Join the Sifter community on Discord at sifter.com.au forward slash Discord. In an unexpected twist for the gaming industry's biggest acquisition saga, Microsoft has altered its mammoth $69 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Having faced serious resistance from the UK's Competition and Markets Authority, Microsoft has made the bold move to hand all cloud streaming rights for Activision Blizzard's current and future titles to Ubisoft for the next 15 years. Ubisoft has control of how the streaming rights are handled and they are in charge of the licensing. So you could see them make deals which would allow Activision Blizzard games to appear in all sorts of different places like with Apple on Mac computers, for example. For those who have kept up with this story, you'll know that this isn't just a minor concession. Microsoft has massively redefined the terms of its acquisition, excluding a significant portion of the cloud streaming rights to prove to the CMA that they're committed to competitive balance in the market. The CMA is the final hurdle for this deal, so we'll have to see how they respond. In the meantime, stay tuned to Walkthrough for all the latest. A couple of weeks ago, we saw Overwatch 2 debut on Steam, and in response to its launch, the game was heavily review-bombed and has now become one of the most overwhelmingly negatively reviewed games on the platform. A majority of the comments were about their disappointment with the game failing to deliver on its story mode that was once promised to the players. In a recent blog, Overwatch 2 director Aaron Keller responded to the review bombing, admitting it wasn't a fun experience, but it has still been great seeing new players get on board for the first time. Interestingly, a huge portion of the negative reviews came from users who speak simplified Chinese, around 60% of them according to gaming analyst Daniel Ahmed. You might remember that Activision Blizzard had a big deal fallover with NetEase, the Chinese gaming company that licensed all the games for players in China. That meant World of Warcraft, Overwatch, and everything else just disappeared one day, and players were pissed. And because the international version of Steam is available in China, these players have taken to the reviews to vent their frustrations. We'll link this analysis in the show notes. Charles Martinet, the iconic Mario voice actor since the mid-90s, is retiring from the role, with Nintendo announcing that Martinet would no longer be voicing Mario, Luigi, Wario, or Waluigi. Thankfully, Martinet isn't departing from the world of Mario completely. Nintendo has hired him as the new Mario ambassador a role that'll have him traveling the world, promoting Mario and interacting with fans. So to a man whose wahoos and yahas formed core memories for us all, we say thank you and good luck. Well, that actually brings us to our next story, Fee, because the crazy thing is some fans called this before the official announcement came. Back in June, a flurry of speculation spread across the net with superfans saying they thought the voice actors in the new Super Mario Wonder trailer sounded a bit odd. And it turns out they were right. Nintendo has since confirmed in a statement to both IGN and Eurogamer that brand new voice actors have been brought in to play Mario and Luigi for the upcoming side-scroller, but they've not said who they are just yet. This is disappointing news for a lot of people, but on the positive side, I have to say, I do love to see a bit of vindication for some conspiracy theory superfans every once in a while. Good ears, nerds. You were right on the money with this one. 
EA-owned RPG developer BioWare has announced 50 roles will be terminated as it goes through major operational changes. In a blog post to the company's website, the studio's GM Gary McKay said the layoffs were necessary to shape a more agile and focused workspace. But livelihoods aside, he did reassure fans that the development of Dragon Age Dreadfall is still on track, as well as the next Mass Effect project, which is in pre-production. So thank God for that, right? Right? Ex-Bioware writer David Gator, who now works for Australian game development company Summerfall Studios, said that an incredible amount of talent, including the creators of many iconic characters, were now gone. It's an interesting insight from someone who is outside of the situation. Sadly, this restructuring does seem to be in line with EA's wider downsizing strategy. Fingers crossed there aren't any more layoffs to come, and good luck to those about to be on the hunt for a new job. This week, Gamescom held their open night in Germany, and there are a stack of new and upcoming games. Age of Empires returns with Age of Empires 4 Anniversary Edition. Control your armies with fantastic graphics as the famous real-time strategy game releases for the first time on Xbox consoles, plus it's available on Game Pass. Alan Wake 2, the upcoming survival horror game by Remedy Entertainment, takes place in The Dark Place, a dream reality that's created from Alan's mind. It's really interesting as live action footage will be integrated into the gameplay. You can pick the game up on October 17. We got a bit more of a look into the Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty DLC, which launches on September 26. The trailer showed more of a dangerous new district, new story quests, vehicle combat, redesigned cyberware and perks, and much more. CD Projekt Red also revealed the base game will get a 2.0 update alongside the DLC, and this will be available for everyone. Dustborn is a new game from indie studio Red Thread Games that features graphic novel style art as you and your friends take a road trip of sorts through a a dystopian America. Keep an eye out for this one when it lands early next year. And Little Nightmares 3 got an announcement trailer this week, and it looks just as spooky and tense as the last games, but this one looks to be co-op. No official release date as of yet, but that one also lands sometime next year. There were so many other games that got trailers and reveals. Check them all out in our show notes below. That's it for the big headlines. Here's what's coming out over the next week, and it's looking like a big Tuesday. Experience the heartwarming chaos of teenage emotions in Goodbye Volcano High, a dating sim set during the brink of the dinosaur apocalypse. You play as Fang, a typical 18-year-old dinosaur during their final year of high school, pursuing crushes and writing ballads for your band. Goodbye Volcano High comes to PC and PlayStation on August 29th. Also out on the 29th, the highly anticipated retro-style RPG Sea of Stars arrives on PlayStation, Switch, and PC. It's got some gorgeous top-shelf pixel art along with classic turn-based gameplay, and it looks like the sort of game you wished you could play back on the SNES. Dive deep into the techno-futuristic 1970s North Sea in Under the Waves. Player Stan, a professional diver grappling with loss, navigating both his underwater surroundings and a maze of memories. Traverse breathtaking underwater vistas, pilot a submarine and uncover Stan's past on PC, PlayStation, Xbox on the 29th. Articles to read, videos to watch, and podcasts to listen to. Sifter.com.au This has been Walkthrough by Sifter. My name is Kyle Paletto. And my name is Fiona Bartholomeus. Thank you so much for listening. We know you love our podcast, so why not become a monthly backer on Ko-Fi? Your support lets us keep making our shows, so why not show the love and sign up to be a monthly backer? It's easy. Head to sifter.com.au support, where support starts from just $1 a month. 
That address again is sifter.com.au slash support. Sifter is produced by myself, Carl Paletto, Adam Christou, Daniel Ang, and Chris Button. Mitch Lowe is senior producer who edited this episode, and Gianni Di Giovanni is our script editor and Sifter's executive producer. Thanks to Brian Fairbanks from Salty Dog Sounds for composing the walkthrough theme tune, and thanks to Audio Technica Australia for their support of Sifter's podcasts. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back with more news next Sunday. Hi, Chris Button here from Drop Rate, Sifter's video game review podcast. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is finally here. Continuing the ambitious reimagining of a beloved classic. It's very, very funny. I guess like that's that's part of the silliness, you know, like you have this these really big world ending stakes, you know, Sephiroth is a really terrifying villain, you know, the world's ending. And I think to have a game that is still fun and pleasant to play, I think maybe the tone is kind of, it's important to strike both tones because you need that levity so that it's not constantly depressing, you know. And I think so having the characters have that humour and like having the mini games and having it be a little bit lighter hearted, I think does give you that hope. Does it uphold the legacy of the famous original or burn Midgar to ashes to forge its own path? Find out on Drop Rate, available now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts.